Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All the Capitals hope that a version of this song is played a whole bunch this year. For multiple reasons, Alex Ovechkin's goal-scoring song, a little shake, rattle, and roll, baby, as we get you set for the NHL season opener for the Capitals. The NHL season going on uh, for three nights already. Connor Bedard doing well uh, for the Chicago Blackhawks and the ratings and all of that's good stuff. And somebody that loves the puck and appreciates the puck uh, as much as I do, probably more, is uh, the great Steve Wino, Associated Press uh, NHL writer covers the commanders as well, does it all and does it so well. Uh, and he's with us here on the BetQL guest hotline. How are you, my friend? I'm doing very well, Chris. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for making some time for us. Uh, and uh, of course you can, uh, again, read Stephen Wino in the associated press, uh, and, uh, uh, also on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it at S W H Y N O. And of course, the book. How's the book done? Uh, odd man in. I've got my copy of it. It's in my office. Uh, book doing okay? Everything all right? It's being re-released in paper. It's going so well that it's being re-released in paperback later this month. So you, can, you can get it in hardcover. Uh, you can literally find, if you find me, you can buy, I, I will be selling copies out of my trunk for the next uh, many years. Not a boy. Happy for you, pal. You deserve it. Uh, appreciate your time as always. All right, let's get, uh, we'll get a, a little on the commanders uh, later on because you also do that. But obviously hockey is your first love. Uh, and uh, I love the puck and and you do as well. So let's. Start big picture here as the Penguins come in here and as we start another campaign. You know, there there's some changes, not massive changes, but enough changes, obviously, Carberry, uh, and some of the youth on this roster. What are you most intrigued by to start the season for the Washington Capitals? I'm intrigued to see how differently they play, honestly, Chris. It is a, this is obviously, you mentioned, new coach in Spencer Carberry, and he wants this team, even though it's one of the oldest in the NHL, to play with pace. To, and that doesn't, that doesn't necessarily mean skating faster, but moving the puck faster, kind of trying to play uh, a certain kind of up-tempo sort of game. And, and I'm interested to see how it works, because you look at Alex Ovechkin, Nicholas Basham, TJ Oshie, and, and these guys aren't getting any younger. They're, they're in their mid to late 30s at this point. And, and how Spencer Carberry works toward that and, and tries to maximize getting these guys on the ice for the right amount of time, but also not having a whole lot of guys get hurt. Because we saw the injuries kind of take their toll last year right. and contribute to the Capitals missing the playoffs, having their postseason uh, streak end. 
and and so that's what I'm interested in. And also Evgeny Kuznetsov is, is, is obviously the focal point now because coming off a, a bad year and trade rumors and all that, he's still here, and the Capitals need him to be probably almost a point of game player if they're going to consider if they're going to going to contend for the playoffs. You know, a couple of things. Two years ago, we were essentially dealing with I don't know to me almost the same type of feeling from Kuznetsov that he wasn't going to be here for the next year that they were going to find a way, and yet they refused to pull the trigger. Um, maybe rightfully so, maybe not. I understand uh, here, but he bounced back two years ago. Is my point. And I thought, we okay, he's going to be consistent. We're going to get this straight now. And then, boom, last year, another letdown. Does he bounce back in your eyes like he did two years ago? Or is it more of the same inconsistent koozie? I, 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 I would bet on him bouncing back. I, I, and maybe this is an, an, a roller coaster where he's good one year, bad the other the next year. But this will be the good year. This will mm-hmm. be the, 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 the year for him to do that. And, and we do uh, among the Caps beat where we're kind of predicting some things for the season. And I put him down for 72 points mm. this season. It's something that, that would be a huge leap from, from where he was last year, a little bit under the clip he was two seasons ago. And the, But the Capitals needed it. If they don't get Kuznets, the good Kuznetsov and healthy Nicholas Backstrom, this is going to be a very mediocre team this season. And, and, and I, I just do think, and Spencer Carberry has said this, that Evgeny Kuznetsov was very engaged, maybe the most engaged player in training camp mm-hmm. in terms of being right there for in meetings and, and on the ice and kind of being in it. His head is in the game. And if he stays that way, he is a dominant player in the NHL. No, absolutely. And we all remember what he's capable of. When he's electric, he's electric and really difficult to defend. Steve Wino is with us at, uh, at S. Wino on Twitter or X uh, is how you can get his very latest. And one of the things that you just posted about is Darcy Kemper is not going to be in goal tonight or expected not to be in goal tonight because his wife gave birth uh, to their first child. Uh, Kind of tough timing, but that's life. So that means Charlie Lindgren uh, in the pipes. And also as a result of a couple of other moves, um, Alexei Protoss goes down, back down to Hershey. And that also means Matthew Phillips, who's kind of been the buzz of camp, if you will. He is almost surely going to be in the lineup tonight. Yes, this is, this is the salary cap machinations that the Capitals are kind of going through. That they only have two guys who can go who go down to Hershey without waivers. That's Connor McMichael and Alexi Protus. So just kind of needing the cap space for a backup goalie, uh, and that's Clay Stevenson to backup Charlie Lindgren tonight. Means Alexi Protus goes down uh, at least on paper, and, and the Capitals will play Anthony Mantha likely on the fourth line, and Matthew Phillips on the third line with, with Sonny Milano and, and Dylan Strome, where he's been all training camp. He's all maybe five. He listed at five foot. Seven, five foot seven, type five foot eight. He's probably closer to five foot five. You know how short I am, mm-hmm. Chris, and, and 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 he is shorter than I am, uh, and 140 pounds, maybe 145, soaking wet. Um, but he's a, a kid who who makes plays. Was a was a thirty goal scorer the past couple seasons in the AHL. And Caps fans will get to see him up close and personal tonight. I mean, who knows how now that it's the regular season how that changes? But you know you're going to get speed and some skill from him. I mean, people have you know compared him to Martin Saint Louis, and and you know in terms of the the body type, he yet he's playing as you mentioned on the third line, which is generally a checking line. How is that mix going to work with his again his lack of size, but also his ability to maybe give the bottom six a little bit of juice? Well, that that third line is all gas, no breaks. Yeah. Uh, that that third line is is possess the puck, go go north, go north, uh, and and be in the offensive zone because. 
no, no offense to Sonny Milano, Dylan Stroman, and, and Matthew Phillips, but no one's no one's arguing that that's going to be any kind of defensive line right, right. whatsoever. That's a good point. Uh, yeah. But yeah, and, and but that's that's what Spencer Carberry wants out of this team is to hold on to the puck and, and to to kind of have a little bit more of that style than kind of a a chip in and chase sort of kind of old school mentality. Matthew Phillips, we'll see how he handles regular season. A couple of those goals in the preseason, obviously, if the Bruins were playing a, a different, playing an actual meaningful game, maybe he doesn't get the room he gets. But we'll see if he's able to use the speed and the skill to create offense. The Flames are coming in Monday, the team that, that, that drafted Matthew Phillips years ago and, and didn't give him kind of a regular chance in the NHL. So I think he'll be playing motivated for that situation. But, yeah, of course, the, the, not just that the Penguins are an, a physical team, but they pushed Connor Bedard around a lot the other night in a season opener. They're capable of doing that. They're an older veteran team. It's just a matter of whether he can kind of evade that kind of contact long enough to stick in the, stick around in the NHL. Steve Wano is with us as we get you set for the cap season opener tonight. Don't forget, uh, again, Grant and Danny will be uh, actually there, uh, there now over on the fan uh, in the concourse as you get into Capital One Arena, and I'll be doing a season preview show, uh, just a short one from 6.30 to 7.15 over on the fan right outside of Section 106 tonight before the Caps Network Radio pregame show uh, begins at 7.15. Puck drop just after. After 7.30. Um, so health obviously is a huge deal. Um, how much, what have you seen out of Nick Backstrom that makes you think that, and maybe you don't think this, that Nick Backstrom is is going to be better than he was when he returned from the injury uh, last year, which was earlier than I think most of us anticipated, number one, and, and, and also just more closer to the old Nick Backstrom, or have you not seen enough of that? No, you know, he looks great, and, and he looked great in training camp, and, and, and it look, looks like he has passed the hip surgery. And, and really, there was not a single point last year where Nick Backstrom looked like himself, felt like himself, a full summer of training, and, and, and kind of did the benefit of having a longer offseason of not making the playoffs is he was able to take some time off the ice and then go through a full normal summer routine of training, which he was obviously not able to do last summer with the hip resurfacing surgery or previous years when, when the hip had been bothering him for so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he looks great. And, and Spencer Carberry's has no illusion that this is going to be 28-year-old Nicholas Backstrom again. It's not like he's going to turn back time. But this is if he is what they expect him to be, if he's skating without pain and skating without any kind of discomfort and can produce with the kind of hockey IQ and, and, and kind of hockey sense he has and has always had his whole career, then, yeah, he's a, a, a top two-line center in, in the NHL and, and someone who the Capitals are going to depend on to play a lot of minutes. I'm going to put you in a tough spot. Just gut feel, opinion, not reporting, Steve Wino. Do you think it's more important for Monumental, Ted, Zach, all that, to, um, you know, for Ovech, I mean, he's not going to break the record this year, barring some miraculous thing. Um, but do you think the goal chase is more important, or do you think getting back to the playoffs and winning a playoff series, never mind even the Stanley Cup, is more on the front burner, if you had to guess? I, I think the goal chase is ultimately what matters the most because, like, unless this team goes on a run to win the Stanley Cup again, what are you going to remember from a, another first round exit uh, or another, another two or three of these series? 
compared to Alex Ovechkin being the greatest goal scorer in NHL history mm-hmm. and breaking a record that we just never thought was going going to happen. And and I'll, I'll steal one of Tom Wilson's lines that that sounds like a cliche, but I actually believe in it. It goes hand in hand. If, if they're winning games, sure. it's, probably, it's probably because he's scoring goals. And if he's scoring goals, they're probably going to be winning games. And so I, I, I really, and that's the reason why this organization hasn't gone into a rebuild, right, Chris? This, this is why this team, rather than going to a youth approach, is trying to contend for a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody realistically thinks this team is going to go on another Stanley Cup run with this core. That's and that's fine. The, the, the banners fly forever, as our friend Brian McNally said. Yes, but this is this, but this is a team that you have guys locked up to long-term contracts too. But you bring in a Darcy Kemper, you, you go and get a Max Pacioretty, you, you make moves to try to surround Alex Beskin with guys who can help him score goals and hence win games. But, yeah, so if you could say one or the other, it's the record. Um, I've got so many other questions, but one more on the Caps, and then i got to get in a Commander's one. Uh, you mentioned Carberry a couple of times. Obviously, we know his track record within the organization, how fond they were uh, of him. They didn't want him to go. Other teams were poking around at him. He left for Toronto uh, as an assistant, worked with their power play, high-powered offense. What is the biggest impact that Carberry makes? Is it the youth on the roster and being utilized the way they seemingly weren't last year but were two years ago, or is it the power play or something else? I think it's ultimately going to be the power play and, and, and not taking anything away from Spencer Carberry because he obviously did work with the, the Leafs power play was very successful. But Kirk Muller, who's a former mm-hmm. NHL head coach, is the guy and, 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 and a player in the NHL for a long time. He is the guy who was in charge of the power play and, and, and may have some new ideas. Now, not that you're reinventing the wheel here. When you have Alex Ovechkin in his trademark spot on the power play, you're going to want to use that. But it, it's going to be interesting the first few games to see what little tweaks uh, have been made on that power play about how much quicker they move the puck than, than, than in previous years because you still have T.J. Oshie in front. You still have John Carlson at the point. You have the same cast of characters who have been running this power play for a long time but expect it to look a little different, expect it to feel a little bit different than years before. And, and that's an area where when you have guys like Alex Ovechkin, John Carlson, Nicholas Backstrom, Danny Kuznetsov, T.J. Oshie, even Tom Olsen and these guys, you expect to be able to, to score on the power play uh, the, the Penguins have struggled on the penalty kill a lot in recent years. Uh, so that, to me, the power play is probably the biggest thing. And, and, and just like I said earlier a little bit, of just kind of what kind of pace this team is going to play with compared to, to the Peter Laviolette year. Yep, no doubt about it. Been talking about it all week. Uh, great stuff there. Uh, by my guy, Stephen Wino. Uh, again, get his book. Uh, it is available now. He's got it all covered for you, all the links and all that, uh, at S-W-H-Y-N-O on Twitter or X. Uh, one last one before we let you hit the road. Appreciate you making some time for us. Uh, you obviously cover the Commanders a lot. We were both there on Thursday night. What a disaster. Um, have you lost total confidence in Ron and Jack and and, and, and the old boy network, if you will, uh, that's been here for a couple of years? Or are you still like moderately hopeful that they can turn this around? I'm moderately hopeful, Chris, because the schedule stinks. or The, 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 amount of, the opponents that are up still for the Commanders. But I, I would have said that certainly going into the Bears game, that, that this is a, a part of the schedule where the commanders, if, if they just take care of business, really going into that Bears game, if they won every game this season they were favored in, they would be in the mix for a wild card spot. But if this defense, something's off. And, and, and Ron Rivera had talked about, and we've, we've heard him say this, how the continuity of this, these guys have been around for X number of years, and they've been in Jack Doria's system now for going into the fourth season. That was supposed to be an advantage over the offense with new coordinator Eric Bieniemy, but it hasn't been the case. Uh, I would say that if, if we see another 30-plus points allowed performance, 
that it's kind of going to be on Jack Del Rio firing watch around here. Uh, not certainly not. I don't think Ron Rivera's job is in danger at any point soon, no matter what people on, on social media are saying. But I do think Jack Del Rio could be in trouble. Things don't change very soon. My guy, hockey's emergency goalies and uh, wildest one-day jobs in sports. It's odd man in. It's available uh, and soon on paperbook. Hardcover. I have my hardcover edition. Uh, check out Steve Wino's latest and greatest work uh, as well, the Associated Press. My friend, I appreciate you always. Uh, I hope to see you later on tonight. Sounds good, Chris. See you later. All right, that's Steve Wino, uh, again, of the Associated Press, at S-W-H-Y-N-O. We'll take a time out. Good stuff there. We'll get back to you on the phone's lap. Sean, I got you. 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. How do the commanders avoid a nightmare on Sunday? Is it a nightmare to lose to a better team on the road? They're a better team on the road. Or they're a better team, and they're on the road. And the Commanders have lost three in a row. There's no embarrassment losing that game, right? Or is there? When you started off 2-0 and and then you would be losers of four in a row, maybe people wouldn't look at it as an embarrassment. I, I, again, I guess it depends on how it plays out. If you lose a 20-17 to game, there's nothing embarrassing about that. It's frustrating, but nothing embarrassing. If the Falcons, who are somewhat pedestrian offense, come in and lay a 40-burger on you, all hell's going to break loose, as we were just talking about with Steve Wino. On the Team 980, always live and free on the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.